Hello and welcome to A Pinch of Magic with me, Rebecca Anuwim. So I just shared a technique over in the Witch Academy and I thought that you might enjoy it too. So in the Witch Academy, every Tuesday, I share another way to take a sacred pause. Now, a sacred pause is really important because it gives us a moment to come back to centre. No matter what's going on in the world around us, no matter what craziness is happening with our own lives, with people around us, with the greater world around us, it can be very easy to become overwhelmed and congested with everyone else's judgments, expectations, their fears, their excitement, their anger, their betrayal, all of it. And if you're sensitive or if you're on this path and you're having that energy of like becoming more aware of the energies around you, it becomes, you be- they really impact you and you can notice them very quickly. And sometimes they can almost consume you that you're experiencing things and you're like, oh, this is so out of character for me because it's not actually yours. It's you picking up the energy from the people around you. So when we can take a moment to take a sacred pause, it brings us back to centre. It reminds us of who we are and it reminds us of what energies are ours and what belong to other people. So it's it's just like oh, taking a sigh. And actually, you can take a sacred pause by literally closing your eyes, putting your hand over your heart space and coming back to centre. And so I share a technique every Tuesday, a different one. Sometimes it's going through more of a ritualised thing. Sometimes it's just taking a moment to think about something in a different light. But today I'm sharing about how to connect with crystals. And this is something that's really important. You can use, I mean, I've used crystals as an example, but you could, maybe you work with flower essences or maybe you work with different tools and you can use it the same way here. And again, it's all about coming back to centre and knowing what is right for you. Because when we work with crystals, we can often go, oh, I need some more joy in my life. Or, and so you might think of citrine or you might think, oh, I need some more love in my life. And you might think of rose quartz. But this is the thing you are thinking about what someone has told you that crystal, that colour, that vibration, that frequency is good for. And yes, that might be true for you, but there also might be something better that you hadn't thought about. So I'm going to show you a technique to find out how to really connect with the energy of a crystal and find out how to use it for yourself. But I want to share a little story about crystals. We adorn ourselves with crystals. We have done since the dawn of time. We keep crystals in our houses. Some people pop them in their bras, in their pockets. They might keep lots of them on a desk. We just collect them. They're shiny. They're beautiful. Why wouldn't we? But they are really powerful too. And I think sometimes we can become complacent complacent to that power. So I used to be quite a sceptical child. (laughs) And my mum got into like healing modalities when she was going through a, a rough time. And she was seeing the woman down the road who like, now I would see her as like the village witch. And she was like, and she had had something like Reiki done. And I was like, quite like, really, that's going to help. And she was carrying this piece of crystal around. And I, re- I just remember thinking, whatever. Anyway, 
when I got to about 16 or 17 myself, I started becoming interested in, in this path. And I think I was probably 18 and I went to this workshop in Cornwall and it was like a mind, body, spirit fair. And I went there because my boyfriend at the time, his mum was helping out. And so we went to go and help out as well. And I wasn't really overly interested in anything that was going on. Anyway, I went to this one workshop and it was called, it was with Simon and Sue Lily. And I still remember it now. And they had these coloured cloths set up on the floor and they were creating what they called crystal nets. So you would have a colour cloth on the floor and then there would be certain crystals placed around the outside of them and maybe on the person, depending on what the net, the crystal net was and what it was getting you to connect with. So I was queuing up to go on this one particular net and it was, you know, like a white cloth with clear quartz and I think maybe a ruby or something. And it was, there was like three or four people in front of me and I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll do this. And I think there was like four or five different crystal nets set up around the room. And then suddenly this orange uh, this orange one on the floor. So it was like an orange cloth and it had carnelians around the outside. Then there was no one queuing. So I thought, oh, I'll just go over and I'll have a go at that, being very my little sceptical self. And I lay down on the floor and they put the crystals on me. <laughs> and within about 30 seconds, I suddenly burst into tears. Now back then, oh my goodness, I couldn't even say boo to a goose. I was so self-conscious, so incredibly painfully shy that I couldn't even make a phone call. Um, it's like I'd have to get my friends to make a phone call to a, like a rearrange an appointment for me because it just so filled me with well, horror at the idea of doing it. And so the idea of me crying in front of a room of strangers was like my idea of hell. It was horrific. And I wasn't sobbing, but my I just had all of these tears just streaming down my face. And so I came out of it. And here's a little tip for you. The first thing the lady did, she got a black fruit pastel and popped it in my mouth. Now, obviously, these days you would ask for permission to do that. But, you know, we're talking a few decades ago. And she just popped a fruit pastel in my mouth. And she's like, you need to ground, come back to centre. And whenever you have like an out of body experience or whenever you feel not in your body, a really quick tip is to eat something very, very sweet or very, very grounding because it brings you instantly back into your body. Um, and, you know, because it activates the energy of digestion and digestion is like the biggest physical energy user that we have. So I was, I, I just still remember thinking now, thank goodness it was a black fruit pastel because I don't like, the, I didn't like the other ones. Anyway. So I, I had this fruit pastel. I was totally embarrassed and also thought, wow, what on earth just happened? And so I didn't know what the net was. It was just one that attracted my attention. And it turns out it's not even in, it wasn't even in their book at the time. It's a new one they were experimenting with. But it was all to do with the sacral chakra and all to do with um, the skeletal system. And as it happened, Maybe six months before, I'd actually broken my coccyx snowboarding. So when I lay in the grid, I heard a click and then I started crying. And I was like, oh, it was exactly what that grid was set up for, about like realigning that whole sacral area. For me, it was that broken coccyx. And so that was my first experience with crystals. I do like to do things big. <laughs> the next time I had an experience with crystals, I'd brought some rose quartz and I thought, I know, I'll put, the, um, I'll make a crystal net, but I'll do it around the bath while I'm in the bath. Not such a good idea, 
because when I was in the bath, I, I put like, I don't know, like six really big pieces of uh, rose quartz, like rough, the, the size of your hand, just like rough pieces of rose quartz. I couldn't move. I was just like, I felt like trapped in the bath. The energy was so powerful, obviously, with a bit of wisdom now knowing that water amplifies. It was really powerful. And I was like, oh, I can't actually move right now. And I could talk, but I I just felt like there was a huge weight on top of my body. Anyway, said boyfriend, um, I was like, you need to move one of these crystals away from me. And as soon as he removed one, it was like the door opened and I was like, oh, I could move again. But it was like a really odd feeling. And I know even sharing these stories, some people might hear them and go, (laughs) whatever. But that was my lived experience. And I was like, crikey, these are really quite powerful. And then over the years, I've become quite complacent. You know, I look around my office now and I've got all sorts of crystal energies going on. But the point of the story is I want to share with you an exercise where you can feel the energy of the crystals for you in a very easy, safe, nourishing way so that you can remember that these, the rocks that you have, and it it can literally be a rock from your garden, a rock from the beach that had, you know, the, the energy of the place and the land where you were visiting that time. It doesn't have to be, you know, with crystals, it's not like the most expensive or the shiniest that are the best. Quite often, the rocks that will resonate most with you will be of your own land. Um, but that doesn't mean we can't tap into the, the huge matrix of this glorious earth that we live on. So think about what crystal comes to mind and what I would want you to do is to go and get that go and get a crystal doesn't matter what it is doesn't matter if you know if you know what it's good for or if you have no idea at all maybe you just got like a little bag of tumblestone crystals and you've never quite been able to work out which one is which this is the perfect opportunity to work out how they are for you because as a society we and there is great value in this it's it's really great when you're learning about crystals to have guidance to to go oh yes i want more joy that or abundance that's that citrine or actually i want to be able to communicate with the energies around me better that's angelite or i really want to step into my personal power that i i know that bloodstone is good for that it's really good to have a baseline as long as it's not rigid I think it's far more powerful to make up your own mind, ditch all the, I was about to say the recipe books, but ditch all the guidebooks and find your own connection with each crystal and how it works for you. But we can feel safe when we build our knowledge on top of someone else's. So find out what works for you. If you don't know what the crystal is or what it does, brilliant. Notice whether you connect better to it rather than picking up a piece of rose quartz and going, oh, I know this is good for love, and then feeling it and going, oh, yeah, it's love, because actually your intention has already kind of clouded it that it is for love. Okay, so choose a a crystal. Now, of course, let's go back to rose quartz again. The very fact that millions and millions and millions of people go, yes, rose quartz is for love, does give rose quartz that energy, that shared pattern, that shared archetypal energy of love. So it's always going to be good for love, okay? But it might just be slightly better at something else for you. Each piece of rose quartz that you have, 
even if you picked up four pieces of tumble stone on the same day from the same shop, each piece is going to have a slightly different vibration. Now, sometimes that won't be important and sometimes the, ch- the difference might make a difference for you. So having a piece of rough cut quartz, having a tumble st- polished tumble stone, having a heart shaped um, polished piece of rose quartz, each one will feel slightly different to you. And you might find that you want to use them on different occasions. Okay. If all of this sounds like, oh, Rebecca, I just want to sleep with a piece of rose quartz under my pillow tonight and I'm not really fussed. That's absolutely fine. Okay, that is fantastic because your intention will be rose quartz, fill me up with love as I sleep tonight. Perfect. But sometimes you might just think, do you know, I've been working with that crystal and it's not getting me the results that I want right now. How can I make, how can I do it, air quotes, better? And that's the technique I'm going to share with you right now. So I want you to pick up your rock or your crystal and just place it to the side of you. And I want you to set your energy to neutral. And we can do that just by simply taking a breath, breathing in fully, exhaling fully, and just giving yourself like five or 10 minutes just to go through this exercise. So I'm going to talk you through it and then you can just do this in your own time. So you're just setting your energy to neutral. You might want to imagine yourself surrounded by a beautiful white light that is just cleansing your energy, just clearing away anything that's not yours, bringing you to a state of centred, grounded calmness. So feel your feet flat on the floor. If you're sat on a chair, feel yourself completely held by that chair. And just breathing in deeply and exhaling fully till you come back to centre. Then pick up the crystal with your receiving hand. Now that tends to be your non-dominant hand. So if you're right-handed, it will be your left hand and vice versa. And so your body is in, your energy is in neutral. Pick up the crystal and place it in your hand and just notice what you notice. Feel how your energy feels. Perhaps it suddenly feels heavy or neutral or expansive. Perhaps you feel more present. Now, listen, I I use the word listen because I'm very auditory, um, but notice your dominant sense. So when we've talked about senses in the past, your dominant sense is the sense that if someone was to invite you out on a date, what would you love to do? Would you love to go to the beach and see the incredible views or to an art gallery to enjoy the 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 visuals? Would you want to go to a restaurant and eat really great food? Would you want to go for a spa day and be massaged and looked after? And it's like, which of those senses is being stimulated that you're like, oh yeah, this is how my, this is how my intuition, this is how my body talks to me through my desired sense. Now, for some of you, it might be all of them. Great. For some of you, you might have a very clear dominant sense. And if you're not sure what you would love to do, what sense you love to have like nourished and fulfilled, which sense becomes overwhelmed the fastest? So maybe you're like, oh my God, turn the lights off. Everything is too bright in here. This is your your um, sight. Maybe you're like, oh gosh, can you just turn that noise down? <laughs> Obviously that's your ears. If you're like, oh my God, it just feels too much. I'm overwhelmed and everything is just too, too, too close to me. You can't touch me. Get away from me. It's feeling. Yeah. So whichever is your dominant sense, pay extra attention to how that sense is talking to you whilst in the presence of this crystal. 
Okay, so you're holding the crystal and just start by noticing how you feel, What if you have any images, if you hear anything. Maybe you'll hear words or see images of something. Maybe you'll see a flash of colour and just notice how that is. And then just stay with it for as long as feels appropriate and then put it down to the side again. And then take a breath in, uh, like breathe in deeply, exhale fully to put yourself back to neutral. Then pick up the crystal again. And this time, if it's a suitable size, just hold it just in front of your third eye. And what we're doing is we're noticing how it communicates, like basically with your head. So <laughs> how it works with that mental energy of yours, with that mental body, but also your intuition. So when you put it in front of your head, maybe it just feels too much. It feels dense. There's a headache. You're like, oh no, that this is not the crystal to work if I need more clarity. Perhaps you feel your third eye opening up and bursting wide open and you're like, oh, this is really good for my intuition. Perhaps it feels like a moment of clarity or you hear a message and you're like, oh, this is really good for hearing messages. And then when you've established that, put it to the side, knowing that you might feel nothing at all. And that is information too. If you don't feel anything, it also tells you that actually that's no good if you want clarity, if you want to connect with your intuition, that crystal is flat. You know, there's no energetic connection for that part of your body. So you put it down, you breathe in and out again, just resetting your body for as long as feels appropriate. And then you pick it up and you put it in front of your heart space. And so this time what we're doing is it's in front of our heart space and we're connecting to how this crystal works with our um, emotional body. So if you need to like calm down or relax or tap into the energy of love or generosity, it's like, how does this crystal work? And again, listening, feeling, knowing, whatever the way that your body's talking to you is maybe it's flat. Ah, this crystal's not very good for that for me. But perhaps it bursts your heart open and you feel love for everything or you feel supported and nourished. Just pay attention to how you make it feel or how it makes you feel. And then put it down to the side again, reset your energy, breathing in and out. And then finally, pick up that crystal again and place it in front of your energetic womb space, that creative uh, cauldron, the sacral chakra. Now, when I use the term energetic womb space, you do not need a physical womb to do this, but it is just that pelvic area of receptivity. Okay, we create from this place, we receive from this place. And so hold it in front of your uh, creative cauldron, that sacral chakra, and notice how does that area feel? If we receive in this area, uh, is it all tingly and going, yes, yes, yes. Oh my God, I'm coming alive. Well, this is a crystal to use to receive, whether it's abundance, whether it's creative ideas, receiving that energy, or perhaps it feels flat. And again, if it feels flat and you want to manifest something in your life, that's not the crystal to use. Yeah, but something that really gets that area tingling, it's like, or hearing the words or feeling the colours or whatever it is that how your body is communicating with you, you're like, oh, this is really good because this activates that energy for me. And then you could always do a final one, my favourite, being more you, is you can put it in front of your solar plexus, so just above your belly button, in that solar plexus, and notice how that crystal helps you, supports you to shine your magic, your light, your power into the world. Perhaps it feels 
stopped. Perhaps it's like radiating like the sunshine. You're like, yes, this is how I feel more confident, how I feel more courageous, how I take up more space. Sometimes the crystal will just leave you feeling flat. It doesn't make it a bad crystal. It just makes it not the right one for you. I was um, wearing a hematite bracelet um, many, 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 like probably actually at that mind, body, spirit fair I went to. And the woman who was tested me and she was like, she goes, how does that bracelet feel? I said, it feels very grounding. She said, it's so grounding. She goes, it's taking all of your energy away from the side that I was wearing it. And I was like, oh, hematite is not a good crystal for me to wear on my physicality. It's good for dipping in and out of to use when I need grounding, but it's not something I want to keep on my body the entire time. So when you've done that exercise, you can do it for one crystal and, you know, do it for other crystals as time goes by. It's like just gets it just gives you a much deeper connection and knowing to your tools that you use to support you. Because I always think of that as crystals are like really great supportive allies. They're they're keepers of codes, they're keepers of energy, they're slow, they're grounding, they're of the earth. You know, they're very well, of the earth, they're just like they anchor and they ground us. So when you build a better, deeper, better is probably a bit of a harsh word, a bit of a judgment word there, wasn't it? But when you when you create a deeper relationship with your with your crystals, it's like when you know what when you're like, oh, today I need some of this, you know exactly the perfect crystal for you, regardless of what any book says. So quite often when we're weaving our magic you know, we can do something and we might get ad hoc results. It might be, it might work one day, it might not work another day, and we're not really sure why. But when we take the time to really connect with the tools that we're using, this is how we go about getting consistent results. So you might find one crystal feels really protective of you and you're like, oh, I feel really confident with this energy. And, you know, I feel like um, not separate, but I feel clear of other people's energy. Well, that is the one you want to wear if you have a difficult conversation to have. If you're going into the city and you don't want to be like bombarded by everyone's energies, it's like you want to keep a piece of that in your pocket. You know, whereas other energies, they might feel a bit like, oh my goodness, this one's really buzzy. And that one you might just want to use sparingly when you could use that energy of buzziness, but possibly not at bedtime when you're about to try and go to sleep. Okay, and then one final thing you can do with that crystal is once you've like connected to the different areas of your body, it doesn't mean that if you want, this is something I should have mentioned, just because you want to receive, like step into the energy of receiving doesn't mean you have to have that crystal over your tummy. And if you want to have clarity, it doesn't mean you have to like plaster the crystal to your forehead. We were just using those parts of the body for you to connect with the energy to find out how it works with you. So if you want clarity, that crystal that gave you clarity, you could keep in your pocket, you could put it on your desk. You just want it in your energetic space. You don't have to have it like glued to that particular body part. But what you can do once you've connected to it and you're like, oh yeah, this is really good for X, Y, and Z. What you can do for a deeper connection with that crystal is hold it in your hand again and just ask it, how how best would you want to work with me? Yeah, so you ask it how it wants to work with you. And then for you to receive that energy, it's like, and how would you like me to store you? So you're creating a relationship of give and take. So instead of always going to the crystal, I want some abundance or I want some joy or I want some courage. What you're saying is, 
we'll have a relationship. How can I best work with you? It's like that little crystal. It's like, what is your sole purpose to work with me? You've ended up in my life. We're going to assume that's for a reason. What are you here to support me with? And then to say thank you, how would you like me to store you? And it might be like, oh, on your windowsill or in a box or somewhere really quite random. Just trust the information you are given. And once you start to build this relationship with the things that you work with, you will never feel alone again. I I saw this meme once and it said, witches are never alone. And it's like, we're not. We're constantly in communication with the things that we work with. Of course, some of those are people, (laughs) but sometimes it's the plants and the herbs and the flowers and, you know, the crystals and the tools that we work with. But you will always know that you have the support that is right for you. There's no more guessing. There's no, no more second guessing. It's like, oh yeah, this is what I want to work with. And over time, that relationship might change. And that's okay because that's what happens. But you always know how to go back to centre, to reset your energy and then connect back in with the rock, the stone, the herb, the whatever it is that you're working with and find out how it wants to work with you. Okay, so let me know what crystal you are going to work with and come and share in our community how you find that practice and if and if anything surprised you. And I always love it when things surprise me. So I'm like, yes, I'm out of my head and actually feeling it. So have fun with this. Don't take it as something that's like really heavy and really serious. This is about friendship. It's about relationship building. It's about supporting you. Okay, so let me know if you have any questions and I will speak to you again very soon.